Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. So Biden's $1.8 trillion plan, which is going to get the promotional push tonight on network TV. So you've got approximately $3.2 trillion under Trump, $6 trillion under Biden. So that's $9.2 trillion of printed money. That's why we have inflation, despite the fact that the Fed says we don't have inflation. Everybody who listens to this podcast, who buys food, who's maybe purchased building materials sometime over the past year, you know we have inflation. We have inflation in the stock market. We have inflation across cryptocurrencies. We have inflation across precious metals and so forth, common building materials. Where isn't there inflation? Housing, you name it. We have a debt bubble. You know, corporate America, massive debt bubble. You know, so many public companies today, of course, use cheap debt to, to buy back their own stock. That's been going on since 2010. That in of itself is a manifestation of this kooky, artificially low interest rate policy that we've had since the, the uh, financial recession of 2008-2009. Speaking of which, that's how I would have liked to have come out of COVID. If we're going to do stupid things in the future, like lockdown, as we did in the past, the way to let the economy come out of it is the natural way. Let weak companies go bankrupt. Get rid of all the, the deadwood insofar as excess debt and things like this are concerned. Purge the system of all the junk and heal the natural way. We, we sort of did that coming out of 08-09, although we had a couple of corporate bailouts in QE, but it was nothing like this. So in addition to the $9.2 trillion that we will have printed at the end of all this, if we just stop now, now being after the, the $1.8 trillion plan that Biden's going to articulate tonight. You know, in addition to that $9.2 trillion, you have the QE program, which is basically perpetual QE, where we're spending... I've sort of lost track. I think we're at a $120 billion per month rate, somewhere thereabouts. Plus, you run a, a fiscal deficit of a trillion-ish a year, although we ran a, a fiscal deficit of $660 billion in March alone. That doesn't even include all the, uh, the entitlement debt that we have. So this is not the way to, to operate a country. So that tonight, this will be positioned as subsidized child care, free preschool, higher taxes on the wealthy, you know, all the populist messaging that's required to promote a nonsense plan like this to send the country further into debt to get what these guys want in order basically all these programs of vote buying programs that's what they are it's an effort to buy votes to institutionalize fiscal programs designed to curry favor with various voter cohorts these economists first in the trump administration now in the biden administration who are in favor of spending programs now, even if they're keynesian economists which of course they all are none of them are uh, you know, the Austrian school. You know, of course, all these people believe that, that, that spending is the answer, that, that government can restart an economy. But I'd be surprised that even if, if, if they believe that this level of printing and debt is good for the economy. They are not that stupid. They know these programs are vote-getting schemes. And that's to say nothing of the Fed. And we, we wrote about this recently. The Fed's vicious circle, I think, was the title of the article, or the Fed's vicious circle in gold, whereby... The, the Fed is walking in lockstep with Treasury and printing these new monies to support these debt-driven fiscal programs, not because it's trying to get unemployment, the unemployment rate down to a, a particular level. They're trying to inflate their way out of the debt problem. And we walked through that in the article, which I'll include in the show notes. And of course, in inflating its way out of the debt problem, it's compounding the debt problem. Because in order to have inflation, you have to print money. By printing money, yes, while it drives inflation, it creates a higher tax revenue base. It also creates new debt. 
you know, if we're going to create new debt, then we need to maintain artificially low interest rates, which means more printing to buy the bonds to keep rates low, which means more debt. So you see, this doesn't end well. We're going to get more inflation. There's not a lot, a lot the Fed can do about it. We talk about in this article that we wrote, I think it was last week or the week before, that you know the, the, the Fed will try to get cute and pump the brakes you know, every couple of years, raise rates a bit, try to cool the economy off, and then go back to essentially a zero interest rate. But that, that pumping the brakes strategy isn't going to work. And it'll knock us into a recession, a real recession, a painful one, which will be good in the long term if they allow it to persist and don't try to rescue the economy again and let this cleanse out all the bad debt and so on and so forth, get rid of the deadwood. Or they'll never do quite enough as it relates to pumping the brakes and they won't cool the economy off. And inflation will just spiral out of control, which I think is going to ha- what's, what's going to happen. I don't think I don't think Powell has the spine to do what's required and truly cool things off. And I think he'll continue to subsidize Treasury, walk and lockstep with Yellen. And then when things get so bad, Biden administration gets voted out of office. Next president brings in Paul Volcker 2.0. That's how this will end. But not before we've had inflation that's far worse than what we've had to date. That's all for now. See you next time.